Hey. And we're back. Yeah. Hello. For another episode of Burnout number two. Burnout podcast. Yeah. Well, technically this is the first one because last time we didn't know the name yet. Yeah. So. It's still under Burnout. We will have to. This will be the to, second one. Yeah. We're going to have to like figure out the episode naming situation, but. Yeah. Here we are. It's a Burnout podcast with Marin Haley where we talk about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We talk about. Nursing and racing. Basically. Yeah. Not always jumbled together, but this will be the more cars related, racing related episode. And we are going to try to flip flop between healthcare and cars. So, yeah. There we go. Um, you know, the uh, there's like a term since you said flip flop. <laughs> there's a term, and it's like why things sound better that way instead of flop flip. Because you don't want to... Because flop flip just doesn't sound right. Yeah. Or like... What's another one? That's like... I mean, flip flop is a good example. Or like flop flop. <laughs> well, you know, like there's... Oh, and there's... isn't flip flop one of those words that like it sounds like... It sounds like... Is? Yeah, it's onomatopoeia. Yeah. Right? Is that... <laughs> I guess. <laughs> okay. I don't know. English majors, please yeah. don't demolish us, but like teach us. Is that right? If I learned anything from school, it's I know what <laughs> I know the hyperbole of the epitome. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I'm pretty sure hyperbole is a story. Hyperbole. I think epitome. You mean epitome? epitome. Epi- I know. Yeah. Okay. When I was in uh, Boy Scouts, we worked at a camp, and it was Camp Constantine. And I the- was like Camp Hyperbole. No. <laughs> And we were the epitome staff for whatever. I don't know why, but the staff was spelled like S-T-A-P-H. Because their thing was like, we're a staff. Or it's spelled staff like a staph infection because we're, like, we're around forever. Like staph infection? That's yeah. what I was thinking. I was yeah. like, that's not good. <laughs> I was like, okay. Who approved yeah. that? I worked there for two years and I will not go back. I literally got $90 a week. Working there. Oh my! <laughs> I was Lord. also like 15 and 16 when I worked yeah, there too. That seemed like a lot. Yeah, my nickname was Peeps. That's because still... literally the first day I like showed up, I had a T-shirt and it said "Where are my Peeps at," like the little mm-hmm. marshmallow things, and so they all called me Peeps, and it just stuck with me forever for those two years. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> say forever for two years. Yeah. In fact, one time I went to Six Flags. A long time ago, and some guy that was at that camp was like, Peeps! I was like, hey. <laughs> That's adorable. I think you were there. I wonder if you were there. Maybe it was, <laughs> maybe it was my other girlfriend. I was going to say, it might have been pre <laughs> might have been might have been the other girl I was dating before you. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it weird how it's like... She had a baby. You just don't talk about that, that, and it's like, well, obviously I know you were with people before me, but oh, it's yeah. like, mm, mm. Yeah, I know I saw sure. her. Post. Good for her. Congratulations to the person who will be named because we don't know if they want to be talked about. So there you go. Yeah, I think she lives in like Minnesota or something. Don't be giving personal well, information. Well, it's a state. People, I, we live in Texas. Like, but if someone knows you and oh, they okay. might know who that is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. For, forget the last thirty seconds okay. ever happened, everybody. <laughs> Just saying. I also had what is this? This peach rum stuff. Crown Royal Peach Tea. Yeah, not a sponsor. But That's like the last one from the ones I got you for your birthday. It's pretty good. So, yeah. related to that, um, since we're going to try and start having a family soon, I'm trying to like scale back my drinking because mm-hmm. once we're pregnant, obviously, I can't drink. So, yeah, that's been interesting. So... Yeah. I mean, I How's don't, I don't find myself to be an alcoholic per se, but... You're a nurse, so... I am a nurse. I'm in healthcare, so therefore I have unhealthy coping skills. <laughs> and I'm trying to replace that with grounding. Have you heard of grounding? Yes, I have. So maybe on the first healthcare episode, we'll talk about that. Ooh, I have like a whole thing I can go about grounding and stuff. Yeah, just like keep it in the back of your mind and we'll talk yeah. about it on my, on my healthcare episode. Because yeah. I want to like talk about... Nurse Burnout, which is another... We'll talk about the name of, of the podcast yeah. at the end, but yeah. So, anyways, yeah. 
to your racing. You had two races in the past yeah. month. Had one yesterday. And they were both at Kennedale. Both at Kennedale. Uh, Which for the people who don't know. Kennedale Speedway Park. Where is that? What kind in, of track is it? It's in Kennedale, Texas. Uh, it's like, it's in between Mansfield and um, South Fort Worth. Mm -hmm. Off 287. In Arlington, kind of. In Arlington, yeah. It's basically like right in the middle, Mansfield, Arlington, and Fort mm -hmm. Worth. Uh, it's a dirt track. It's a quarter mile. And my dad would actually take us to Cowtown, which was a track literally right across the street. It's not there anymore? No. Oh. They, uh, well, it might still be there. I don't know. But they shut, shut it down a while back, I don't know when, I don't know why. I don't know why there was two tracks next to each other. Um, just seems like a waste of money and space. That one was also dirt track or asphalt? Yeah, <laughs> literally the same layout. And I talked to some other guys and they said, it's because one was running like IMCA stock cars, the other was running like another like- Group? Group, I don't know, I'm like, why not just, you know. And they would, I remember at Canada, or uh, I remember Cowtown sitting in the stands and then looking through the bleachers and seeing the other dirt track and watching the other races from like half a mile away. <laughs> You're like, like, this one's boring. Let me turn around. Well, it's, it wasn't really boring. It was just like, there's other races. That's cool. So I didn't know that, you know, they were like in competition with each other, but I, I really enjoy. Well, that's some like juicy trivia. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I do enjoy going to the dirt tracks. Um, like I said, dad always like took me along and I always kind of crashed early, like just nine o'clock. Yeah. yeah, being a kid, like I'm tired. It's, so. it, it's very late, but I get it because you don't want it in the heat of the afternoon, but it's very late and it's a very like family driven Oh yeah, thing. there's tons of families. So it's like, sometimes you're going to like 1130 and there's like a bunch of kids out there yeah. and they're all getting cranky, like pretty much. <laughs> Right before intermission, everybody starts getting really cranky. Yeah. But once they fall asleep, it's like, thank you. Yeah. And I find it hilarious that, like, babies and small children will be, like, in, asleep in their parents' arms yep. while the races are going on. Yep. Like, dang, this could... I mean, they have, like, earmuffs on and stuff. But they but, could sleep through anything. Yeah. If they're tired enough. Yeah. So, I've always enjoyed going. And uh, if... I guess I can just start this show off with... Uh, kind of my story and like how I even got to where I am just like a just a synopsis a, yes a thesis <laughs> <laughs> no I don't know um well all started back when I was young uh like I said dad took me to racetrack um always really liked watching the cars go in circles for some reason when did you get into like NASCAR um watching? I'm getting there Okay, sorry. That's before. I'm sorry. So, I guess my earliest, like, memory of any kind of racing was at Cowtown. I don't know how old I was, but it must have been, I don't know, six or seven. Maybe even earlier. I'm sure I was, like, a little kid. But I specifically remember watching the factory stocks, which are, like, the Monte Carlos that you see, and always really liking how they looked the colors the paint schemes the numbers the shiny wheels sometimes they had like the chrome numbers i always was so attracted to that and i and i don't know why i can't explain it i'm just always like that's cool i want that so that's why i have like a 24 sticker on my truck because it's like i like numbers i don't know why i also see Even numbers with numerology stuff you yeah know. i see numbers literally every day that's whole different topic i'll talk about that later um i just i've always liked how the cars looked and just watching them the smells all the dirt getting kicked up in oh, your teeth right in it's, your eyeball oh, yeah, you're it's, like, it's great but I, I just i love the smell of like burning fuel there was some really good burnt rubber smell last Ooh, night yes. i don't know if you smelled it because mm -hmm. the guy like blew a tire and it was yep. like oh yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's the good stuff a, that's a pricey smell too but um <laughs> Yeah, I just, we we went maybe once a month, I guess, maybe even longer. Like I said, I don't quite remember, like, the timeline, but I do have, like, a photogenic memory of, like, everything that I've, you know, really liked. And so, 
we we moved to Waxahachie and we joined scouts so I was like a cub scout and this was 2002 I believe so we moved here in 1999 wow and uh, I don't know I thought about that thing 22 years 22 years here um, so in 2002 the scouts got some tickets I think to the NASCAR race at Texas Motor Speedway which is at this point a really new track because that track opened mm -hmm. in 98 and around here that's there's the nothing track there's, we have there's no in this area yeah so they had Texas World Speedway and that was in College Station like mm. like mid Texas middle of Texas um, but they stopped doing races there a long time ago so they built uh, they built Texas Motor Speedway to the market for the DFW area and I, I'll go back and watch the races from like 98 99 the stands are just completely packed even the backstretch you know where all those billboards are mm -hmm. those were all grandstands mm -hmm. super packed um, so we went in 2002 and just immediately thought it was the greatest thing like everything down to like the national anthem and the like so the you flyover were, you were held so i was like nine 2002 so nine years old going to this race it was it must have been like the radio shack 500 or some some major or inter, interstate batteries 500 something like that but it was like a cup race mm -hmm. and this was back when it was the winston cup because they changed that over in 04 to Nextel. Um, so watch this race. And I don't know if this one got rained out. I think it did and they postponed it till the Monday. And even on the Monday, we're sitting there in our ponchos. Oh, like, so y'all went? We still went, yeah. Because, you know, free tickets. We want to go. I know, but like your parents didn't have to work. Well, so it was me, my dad, uh, this kid named Wesley, his sister, and his dad. Okay, it wasn't and, like the But they were like in scouts. Like, I think his name was Wesley. And I don't remember their last name. But his dad was like a scout leader So it wasn't your whole scout group? No, no, it was just like... I, it might have been like just him getting tickets. But this is just what, from what I remember. Mm -hmm. um, I might have gone to another race before then, but... Or maybe afterwards. But that was like the Bush series. Now the Xfinity series. Um, just watch the race, finally... And I thought it was just the coolest thing. Always loved it. Um, also, you still get like teary eyed when yeah, they first so take off. Literally, uh, whenever they, well, first, whenever they fire the engines up, I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> and then when they do the pace laps, I just remember literally feeling the cars like rumble by. Like you can, fizz, you've been to a race, mm -hmm. you can feel them like go by. But there's something about um, there's, when that green like when the green flag goes and they just rush by it's just like i get like emotional and i don't i'm not like sitting there sobbing but it's like this it's is like a euphoric feeling it is and it's like i love this this is just greatness to me and i don't know why it's just all these people driving these machines like to entertain people that's literally it it's to entertain what i took for granted that i didn't realize how intricate it was is how close you have all these cars to each other yeah going at high speeds so if someone messes up their part it can take we saw that daytona this year lap or no you didn't because you went to the bathroom or you went to go get a something I think that's when I went to get it. ice cream and I had to walk across the whole yeah, yeah. stadium. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I just immediately fell in love with it. Mm -hmm. I started getting like video games and and you would watch the races. I'd watch the races, and I had a friend named Robbie, Robbie Lusk. Uh, I shouldn't say full names. He's fine. <laughs> I'll bleep it out. Uh, we did the co-op thing, mm -hmm. and. He was, uh, he and his sister, his little sister were there too, but we'd go over to his house and we'd play, uh, 
We'd play with like Hot Wheels. He had a NASCAR game. He had a wheel. Mm-hmm. He had a steering wheel. So we played on his wheel. Um, we both were Jeff Gordon fans. We both had like Jeff Gordon hats. I was going to say, we also need to talk about how you had like the jacket and the hat. And oh, yes, yes. If we find one, we need to post it on Instagram. I have that picture. Yeah, of you with the Jeff Gordon stuff. Yeah. It's quite adorable. Uh, yeah. And Big, you had a birthday that was like NASCAR. Yep. I don't remember yeah. what year, but my cake was Jeff Gordon. I've I've had multiple cakes. And you had Jeff a Halloween Gordon. costume one year that was Jeff Gordon, yeah. I think. Or NASCAR yeah. driver or something. So, <laughs> there was one year. Uh, you know where Navarro is? Uh, Navarro like College. Ours, yeah. Nearby us. Yeah. yeah. So, across the street, there's a church. And they had like a fall festival thing with like bounce mm-hmm. houses and uh, games and Not stuff. Not Halloween. Fall, fall festival. festival. Yeah, it's there's cr- a it's, difference. It's Christian it's Halloween. It's sanctified. <laughs> so I remember going, and I had a polo shirt with Dupont and twenty four. I had my hat and jeans, and that's like all I had for a costume. And some, and my idea was like, I'm Jeff Gordon off duty. <laughs> Because I didn't have like a costume, I just had a shirt. You could say like maybe crew chief or. Well, I didn't. I don't know. I just thought I'm Jeff Gordon when he's not driving. But you were probably like a young. I was maybe eleven or twelve. Old enough to be like you don't need candy. You know. No, I still wanted candy. I still and then one year was Darth Vader and I had like the mask and the little thing. You hit the button. I think that's like a rite of passage for any boys that like Star Wars. Is you have to be Darth Vader. Oh yeah, I was Vader. It was fun. Uh, So anyway, going back to the race at texas motor speedway i fell in love with it like almost immediately and so i started buying like video games and little hot wheels and getting stuff like that and i remember getting nascar thunder 2002 and it had dale earnhardt jr on it and uh the soundtrack i just i remember every single song on there uh like literally popping the disc and like i can i know the whole Mm-hmm. thing i just remember it's just it. like in your memory because yeah. you've done it so many times yeah and so i just but most of the time i would drive backwards and like hit all the cars but i think everyone else did um i got or we'd go to nana's house and she got uh like a nascar game for the nintendo 64 spraying my cat and we'd play that like all day it was pretty fun so anyway we'd, we'd go to robbie's house and we would watch the race i remember this was 2005 i think and we were watching a race and i'm pretty sure it was the daytona 500 because i remember it being cold outside so it must have been february we were out there watching the race and I remember specifically, like, telling Robbie, like, we need to pray to God that he lets Jeff Gordon win. And so we legitimately faced each other and held hands. And we were both like, God, please let Jeff Gordon win. <laughs> I'm not lying. I, will, I can find him on Instagram and call him and say, hey, did we not do this? And he will say, yes, we did. And I kid you not, Jeff Gordon won the Daytona 500. Because me and Robbie God Les prayed. Prayers. <laughs> yes. Hey Siri, who won the 2005 Daytona 500? Mm-hmm. She said it's on low. It says Jeff Gordon. So we legitimately prayed that that Jeff Gordon would win the Daytona 500, and we at least I cried. Like I was so happy. It was like the first time I ever saw Jeff Gordon win a race on TV. And I and there was one time we went to the library and they had like a big, well, it was big to me, but it was just like a tiny little display. I look at pictures now, tiny display of like Jeff Gordon stuff. And I wonder mm-hmm. if it was the same year, like because Could he be. won the race, because you know the Daytona 500 is like the Super Bowl for NASCAR. Yeah, it's a big deal. Even though I don't know necessarily, well, you know, if the points are any more so, or if it's more of a cultural thing, like. It's just the, it's the race. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, there's a huge history lesson behind it. There's a lot of meaning to that race. We should go, race. like, do a whole episode about yeah, that. Yeah, we should. If y'all are interested in, like, a whole, you know, lesson, I guess, or just, like, me talking about the Daytona 500 and how it came to be, 
we can do that maybe in the next one. Yeah. But this will be more geared toward like how I'm I... I'm going to make notes so we don't forget. Okay. Like how I got started. Um, so, <laughs> watched NASCAR growing up and we would go to the dirt races like off and on. And I just really liked it. I always wanted to race. And then one year, my... When was this? I don't know what year it was, but I remember driving home with with dad in the car and we get home and Nana and Pappy are there with a pickup truck and a go-kart. And I was like, what is this? And they're like, they're buying us a go-kart. And like from then on, I was like, this is meant to be, I wanna do this, this is, this is awesome. Like I love go-karts. Even now, if you have a go-kart like at your house, I'm gonna ask you to if I can ride it. Honestly, anything like a golf mini cart, bike, go kart, anything with wheels, four wheeler. Yeah, like if you got a lawnmower, I will ride it for sure because <laughs> that's just who I am. Uh, so we got that go kart, and I remember going out in the front yard and uh, just running in circles. Like for a long time on Google Maps, you could see the little circle track that I made. And I really wish I would have like taken a picture or something because obviously they have updated it. Mm -hmm. But maybe I can go back and see if they have like archived footage or something from maybe. like 2005 or six or whenever it was. Um, yeah, just started doing the go-kart thing and just driving around making tracks. Um, being more involved with Boy Scouts, I, I've made friends that also liked NASCAR, we would just talk about that. Um, and then I'd get into junior high, and that is when I discovered that I like wanted to play guitar. Mm -hmm. I had, I think I wanted to like play drums first, but I got a guitar first. So got a guitar, started. I didn't really like let go of the whole NASCAR thing because I still watched it. But I just remember being more interested in like learning how to play guitar. I and feel like as a teenager, you have like a limited attention span. So yeah. you can't really focus on a lot of things at once. Yeah. So started getting more into music and learning how to play. And junior high and high school, I just, I don't think I watched a race at all. Like I was so involved with like wanting to play in a band and playing music. And I just kind of... I don't know, put it behind me. Like, I don't want to do this. This is dumb. I want to play music. And so... Oh, yes. Racing. Yeah. So, I, I mean... Like, like, unpredictable. Well... Unrealistic. I, let me do music. And I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't, like, watch it or, like, look anything up. Because it, when I was in high school, I didn't care. I was like, yeah, whatever. It's just NASCAR. I felt like I just kind of grew out of it or something. Yeah. Um... <coughs> Excuse me. You were more interested in skinny jeans and yeah, shows girls and, and music guitars and, and girls. Yeah. And, yeah, and there was no nobody I knew was a fan of NASCAR. So I think that's kind of what you know killed it. Peer pressure. Pe when I, you're a teenager, you're know. just kind of like do what your friends do. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. especially with music and stuff. So go get get out of high school. I go through a bunch of jobs. So many so jobs. So many jobs. Like, that can be a whole new episode. That's literally a whole episode. Yeah. yeah. Just explaining. So, <laughs> started, I started a job because we were on vacation and you were with us and Brady called me uh, and he was like, hey. Uh, during the Branson trip? During, during Branson. And he called me while we were at that little German restaurant right before we walked inside. Uh -huh. He called me and I was like, hey, what's up? He's like, hey. Do you want a job at Anglin Automotive? I was like, yes, because I did not like the last job that I had. Mm -hmm. And that was Eagle AVL. Uh, just the worst job. Don't ever work there. Don't get us I'm just sued. kidding. Well, you know. It just wasn't your cup of tea. It just, I just, man, a lot of the people there were just jerks. Literally. Like, I will say that. Okay, well, don't get us in trouble. I'm not going to get in with trouble. With the law. <laughs> I'll literally, I'll blur that out too. Okay. So, uh. Started working at Anglin uh, as a mechanic, doing oil changes and tires and stuff. And my boss was like, hey, do you want some NASCAR tickets? I was like, heck yeah, that sounds fun. 
because I was telling him that I used to watch it, and, and he's a NASCAR fan as well. I was going to say, it was after we started dating that you kind of re- mm-hmm. rediscovered yeah. your love for NASCAR. Yeah, it was. I think it was because I started working on cars again, because mm-hmm. I've always kind of like tinkered with stuff like Legos and just Hot Wheels and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, this will be my cup of tea, because, you know, Dad's worked on cars, and like Pappy's working on cars, so it's like, mm-hmm. it's in my blood. Uh go to this race and this was 2015 it was a cup race and it was did i go with you on this no one? i think dad i think dad went mm-hmm. maybe dad went. i don't remember anyway 2015 uh it was jeff gordon's final season before he retired and so isn't that weird and i, I did when you got back into nascar i never thought about and that. he's like such a role model to you yeah I never thought about that. So, and I, I didn't realize it was his last season until we actually got to the track and they had like these big signs and even the, uh, oh, it was Dale Jr.'s last season too. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that was 2017. No, no, no. It was, it was uh, Tony Stewart and Jeff Gordon. That's it. 2015 was the last season. So, we go there and like in the infield, you know, they paint like mm-hmm. the grass. It was like, thank you. Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart was like, oh, shoot. It's like their last year. So I got to watch Jeff Gordon race one more time at Texas. Did you get any merch? No. Well, I yeah, I did. I have a little car. I have a 2015 Texas car. That's why That's why I buy those and keep them because I want to, like, you know, just remember all that stuff. So watch that race. And, like, literally from the moment I walked in to the track – it hit me and I was like, what have I been missing? Like, this is awesome. <laughs> I like this. And so whenever they did the national anthem, uh, they had that flyover mm-hmm. and it legit scared the crap out of me because they flew like, you know what? He can see them off in the distance and they fly over. Sometimes they come from the back. No, they flew from behind and flew yeah. over and you know, they're going, you know, Mach 1 or whatever. Yeah. I don't, I doubt that. I don't know how fast they're going. And but when you're a usual, you kind of know what to expect, yeah. but it'd been a while. I just forgot. And they and there was four or five of these jets flying over. And you know how loud they are. And <laughs> it just scared me. But it was like a good scare. Like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. And then they, they did the fire of the engines. And then they did the takeoff thing. Or they did the, they waved the green flag. And, like, that's when I, like, legitimately cried. Because... I don't know. I just I've missed it all these years. And there's been so much history in NASCAR just in the past 15 years that I totally missed mm-hmm. and never knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, like once I stopped watching NASCAR, that's when Jimmy Johnson won five championships in a row. No one's ever done that. And then he goes on and wins two more, and he's tied with Dale Earnhardt and Richard Petty. I missed all of that. I, or no, no, I didn't because he did it in 2016. So I got to watch him like mm-hmm. win that last one. Uh, I missed so much, and I feel like is it FOMO, <laughs> fear yeah. of missing out? I don't know if that's like the same thing. You kind of have like regret. I kinda, yeah, I regret like not watching at least kind of keeping up with it, but I had no idea. Like, I knew some drivers, but... Do you realize, like, this is how some people feel about football? Isn't that weird to think about? Yeah, I guess. Like, they feel super passionate about it, and to yeah. us, it's like, why? Mm-hmm. But it's like... That's thing. why, like, I don't, like, poo on people that, like, enjoy watching <laughs> golf or they... don't poo on people. <laughs> yeah. Well, people who, like, enjoy watching football, because I used to be like, it's just football, but it's, like, the same thing. It's like, it's just NASCAR. Like, yeah. you're right. You don't understand. It's just, I just Everybody like Everybody has their thing. Everyone's got their thing. Everyone's Although, really, anyone who watches golf on TV, you're a psychopath. <laughs> or not. <clears throat> I like, I don't know. It's pretty psychotic. I don't understand how people are like, yeah, this is what I like to watch on a Friday night. Like, I want to play Wii golfing. That's about the most yeah. golf I want to play. Or putt-putt. Well, golf... Because one of our first Playing dates, golf is boring, but, like, watching golf, like, watching the Nationals or whatever, it's like, <laughs> who does that, you weirdos? <laughs> I don't know. I've never watched golf. Or poker. Poker or... Yes, and my dad likes to watch <laughs> poker championships. I'm like, why? Weirdos? It's what he likes. You, you like what you like. 
And that's why I just I need something to get like blown up or something to crash or someone to fist fight. Yeah. And that's where NASCAR comes in because it's like these 3,000 pound machines going anywhere from 150 to 200 miles an hour. It's insane. To me, that is entertainment at its finest. I enjoy stuff like that. And and so you know entertainment at its finest was like that trailer race. oh the trailer race y'all have got to go watch a trailer race if you or ever a get demolition a derby yeah just something you, where it's not professional you and so you know how there was passengers uh-huh. you and i should do a trailer race would you do it with me <laughs> yeah okay Haley and i are gonna do a trailer race so if you want to fund us a beater car and a beater trailer we will do it and film it and put it on youtube yes it's <laughs> pretty darn entertaining because there's just no no rules it's just like okay you have a trailer with something on it and it gets knocked off eventually but it just stays in the track yeah so then everyone's just going around it and i guess the goal is to just finish yeah and the minivan uh one the little dodge caravan or whatever so it's it's very entertaining because when you see people who are not professionals at it and they're just like yeah yeah this is my friday night I feel like this is how we should always do it when we like slowly get a little more tipsy because <laughs> I'm starting to feel it. <laughs> You're a little 7% drink. Mine's 5%. <laughs> I got a citrus squeeze truly and Mara's got this little peach tea beer thing. <laughs> yeah. I also took one of those little Delta like CBD things. I was wondering why your pupils are super dilated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's legal, people. Um, I say that's the legal one too, yeah. which is like I don't understand because yeah. a lot of people at work have been talking about it, and I'm like, apparently it's the best. I don't know. Yeah. Um, where was I? Okay. Uh, we get we leave the race, and I have pictures of it somewhere, but I took a picture of like Texas Motor Speedway. It, it's probably on like one of my older phones, mm-hmm. but maybe it's out there. Might be on my Instagram. I immediately fell back in love with it. And like I said, I, I kind of regret not keeping up with it. So I guess like a year or two go by after just watching it off and on like TV and stuff. And it kind of hit me that that's what I want to do. I don't know how I can get there, but I want to do that. Like there's nothing around here. There's no NASCAR teams. Uh, there's one technically. There's just, there's not, I don't want to say there's no opportunity here, but there is. There's opportunities everywhere. And I just couldn't find it or didn't know where to look. And so in 2017, it must have been January or something, but that's when I was like, I'm going to start racing. I want to race. I don't know where to start or how to do this. And I remember telling you this, like, Mm -hmm. I want to race. And... You didn't like, you didn't say why or like, that's too expensive. You were like, go for it, do it. Like, of course, you know, you only live once. So, um, it's I was really, like, I probably said some, yeah, something along those lines of like, okay, follow your dreams. <laughs> yeah. If you can dream it, you can do but it. But for real though, if you have a dream, like obviously you can do it because, you know, in, in a matter of what's 2017. So like four years. I'm bad at math. <laughs> Three, four years. Um, I'm I'm sitting like 20th in points out of 73 other drivers. And I'm racing. And I was telling uh, one of the kids that went with us, he's like one of our neighbors, he wanted to come. I was telling him right before we go off and race, we're like in the staging lane and he's sitting there on the car talking to me. And he's like, man, I really want to do this. I'm like, bro, you can do this. Like, I can show you how. I can kind of tell you the ways. Well, and the thing about a lot of the racing in our area with the dirt track is, like, you don't have to just do dwarf car. I mean, there's, there's so a lot many... of the kids doing, like, the Dodge Neons and stuff. Yeah. Like, you can easily find yeah. on Craigslist or like, Marketplace, like, a cheapo car and just... The number one, like, way... If you want to start racing... The number one way is to just go to the track 
and start meeting people. Start because mm-hmm. what I when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do and how to get into NASCAR, I've discovered that like a lot of the drivers that are my age, like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, uh, Daniel Hemrick, there's tons of them. They're all my age, mm-hmm. like early twenties, late twenties. That's kind of the main range. They all started racing like in Legends cars, mm-hmm. but they're all from Charlotte, which is like huge there. And we actually have a Legends, um, like, or we had one. They race at Texas. But my idea was, okay, I'll get a Legends car. They're not too pricey. Um, I'll start racing that. And so, got the Legend car in 2019. And then they stopped doing the Legend racing. <laughs> but also, the car didn't run either. It was kind of a basket case. He's like, here, it just needs these things to fix. It ended up being a lot more. Um, but I will say the car is solid. So Runs great. It's the same car, you just painted it. Or did you sell that one? No, it's a... Uh, so the remember we got that... that we got. Yeah, we the got blue. that little... Uh, you don't have that one anymore. No, no, we got the, the dune buggy. And I traded the dune buggy for that black car. But it was way too small for me. Yes. So I sold that, that, that car. That was like a hot minute. It wasn't very long. Yeah, yeah. It was like maybe a month I had that car. Because I was like, cool, I'm going to start dwarf racing. I can just fix it. Because it had everything in it. Yeah, it just it wasn't laid out. Yeah, best just, for you. it was way too tiny. And so I ended up finding, this is when we went to... The middle of nowhere. And got Me- this. No, we went to Mexico. And I found it as we were getting on the plane. I was like yeah. looking. And I was like, there's, a, there's one for sale in Texas. And it's like decently cheap. Yeah. So we fly back. We go down to Buffalo, Texas. And we were still on like a high from our vacation. Because yeah. this is the vacation we took when I got my first nursing job. So like I got my bonus or whatever. Yeah. And like I was feeling really, really happy. And we just like pretty spontaneously like booked a yeah. trip. We had been married already, right? This is yes. 2019. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we go down, pick this car up. And then it's the same car. I painted it. Okay, that's what I, I just I took we, uh, that's kind of when I was uh, f- meeting all the people that do the Lone Star a car, an engine, like it was a bunch of stuff. Yeah. It wasn't just the car. It got two. Wheels. It got two engines, bunch of wheels and tires, uh, just a bunch of like odds and ends. And I've been slowly working on this car. For the most part, it's really solid. Uh, and I feel like this season y'all have had it tuned a lot better. Yeah, like I'm way faster. I'm. Almost, I can. I'm a top ten car if I just knew how to drive better. <laughs> Which comes with practice. Which comes with practice, and and like last night I spun out, but you know, I won't make that mistake again. I won't. And uh, and I feel like I mean, obviously I'm not driving on the track, but looking at it, I feel like every week. The track is in a slightly different type of condition with the wetness. So then you're. The track is never the same. Yeah. So you're tracks. constantly, your first couple laps is like getting acclimated and then mm-hmm. really trying to start that's, racing. See, that's the thing is like, I really should do hot laps, but the thing with hot laps is they wet the track and they're like, okay, go out there. It's like, dude, it's way too slick. It's too slippery for me. I don't like slick tracks. So, what is the benefit to it? Why do people do it? I I don't know. I think it's like during the Does heat. Does it prepare your wheels or so, something? Or? So during the heat races, that's when it's like really slick. Because they wet the track. They send all the cars out there. And then they just leave it. So in the main race, it's when it's dry. That's why I do way better in the B feature. Mm-hmm. That's why I suck in the heat races. But people somehow do good. So People do good, there's yeah. There's a way to improve your skill at that. There is. And I want to learn because I want to be like Kyle Larson super good at racing stock car and he he'll go and like race a world of outlaws sprint car race and he'll win the next day like he that dude can drive and that's kind of who my next like aim for is to be like obviously target boy yeah target boy like obviously jeff gordon's like the main one because he grew up in sprint cars he raced on dirt and then transitioned over to stock car so like that's my Sorry. Yes. Our cat picked the loudest toy possible to play with right now. Yeah. So like Jeff Gort or Kyle Larson started in dirt and he's moved into NASCAR. So I think it'd be a really good idea for me to learn how to race in dirt and get really good at it. And then it'll help me ease into like pavement and asphalt 
in racing stock cars because that's ultimately what I want to do is race NASCAR. I want to race the trucks. I'd like to race the Xfinity series and the cup series. I want to race all three, <laughs> even like the, the open wheel, like wheel in tour or the, uh, what's it called? I can't think of it. Anyway, there's other series that NASCAR has Arca Menard series, like late models. So just learn all of them. Menards. Menards. Yeah. <laughs> I want to learn all of them and uh, eventually own a team. We can get to that at another episode where I can explain like my plan and my goal. Mm -hmm. So if the right person hears this and they're like, hey, we want to fund you. Mm -mm -mm. They already know what I want. Okay. Bing, bang, boom. So let's go back to we bought the car. We need to wrap we're almost, up I know. We're, give me five minutes. Okay. I'm almost done. All right. Um, we get the car, I get it all ready, I paint it, put decals on it, got new carburetors. I'm ready to rock and roll, COVID hits, and they shut all the races down. Like literally, mm -hmm. remember I got the car ready, and uh, sorry, I got the car ready, <laughs> and they canceled them. I was like, well crap, I just did all that for nothing. But it gave me a little more time to like really tweak the car. Mm -hmm. So I do my first race, and it's the Quarantine Nationals at Big O Speedway. Mm -hmm. And I only, like, ran the heat race, and then we left. <laughs> because I was like, look, man, I don't want to be in your way. I'm way too slow. And remember the first turn on the first lap, I drove off the track. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> so <laughs> that was fun. I was like super embarrassed, but I still like pulled it back out and held on to it. But that was like the first time driving the car too. Mm -hmm. So I had no clue what to expect. Um, we go through the season. We started in like June. We run through the season and progressively got better every week. And so we get to the nationals in Waco and it's in... October, So it's like the end of the year. All of the dwarf cars are coming around to go race this big event at Heart of Texas Speedway. And I believe there was like 60 to 70 cars, dwarf cars that showed up. Not just not just like the modifieds and the factory mm -hmm. sucks. Because there was thousands of cars. Mm -hmm. uh, I think there was like 72. 72 dwarf cars. And out of the 72, I finished 17th in the main. The A main. I remember that race freaked me out because there were just so many on the track at once. It freaked me out. That was, uh, and I have, I have the full video of that race too, which and I'm super happy with. And that's one that doesn't really have a wall. It's like kind of an angled track, and then it's just like. Mm. So the night before, and that freaked me. The out. night before, I forgot you were there. Yeah. The night before, there's no wall on turn three and four, so I yeeted it super hard over the embankment and down into the swamp area where there's a freaking lake mm -hmm. for whatever or a little pond but it's anyway i end up stopping i crank it back up and then i spin it around and drive up over and they had thrown the caution and i look to my left and there's about two or three tow trucks running down to come get me and i'm waving i'm like i'm fine i'm out here and i pull on the track and over the radio 24s you have been disqualified please get off the track and i'm like ah oh, crap but that was like there was like three laps to go so i think i just was just wanting to able to go back in after yeah, you basically I was, go off the i track. was super upset i was pissed off there's a video i'll link the video if you want to look at it and go to a certain point but you see me get like throwing the gloves off literally throwing my helmet down and just like cussing up a storm being all mad and william's like dude chill out you're fine i'm like oh uh but i didn't realize that there was also a uh like a last chance qualifier so i got to do that and i happened to be like the final cutoff line mm -hmm. i don't remember how many, how many it took and then we do the main and i finished 17th and i was super happy you know, just a year, uh, the year before that, I was like, I want to start racing. Mm -hmm. And now I'm freaking 17th place out of 72 cars. Like, it happened so fast. Mm -hmm. um, and then now this year, um, we've had six, seven races. And, like, we've had ups and downs this whole season. 
Like we'll do really good one week and the next week we'll wreck. And then we'll do really good one week and the next week we'll break a drive shaft. Or something. Something will happen. But that's racing. But then, yeah, and it's racing. (laughs) NASCAR that happens. I mean, imagine spending millions of dollars to go out to the track. And wreck. And you wreck after lap like five. Yeah. I mean, these are very low stakes compared to like NASCAR. And you they think, have like insurance and, and stuff And you think involved. it even happens to them. I mean. Yeah, yeah. So I really, you know, I'm not too upset, but about last night. Because it's just racing. So it's just one of those things where you move on to. I'm glad that you're starting to get we'll, more zen about it. We'll move on to the next race and we'll focus on that and get better. But now we need tires because I shredded my right rear tire. So if you want to hook me up, I'm always looking for sponsors and some help. Because this is like. A and passion. he has multiple levels of sponsorship I do. opportunities. And I have, as of now, I have two sponsors full-time. Uh, I'm about to get a third one. Keep your fingers crossed. And then I'm looking for like a main big primary sponsor. Like somebody that will just fund me like a large sum of money. So I can le- buy the equipment that I need to like start winning. Mm-hmm. So... uh yeah, all that to say, when I was talking to that kid and he wanted to start racing, I was like, dude, a year ago, I said I wanted to start racing. So you have to literally tell yourself, like, I am like this. Like, I and I started telling myself, I am an NASCAR driver. I am a professional race car driver. When you put in the work, you did a lot of research on how yeah. can I get into racing? What do I need to buy? You made mm-hmm. lists and you price check things. And mm-hmm. I mean, the thing is... As much as we believe in like manifestation, you mm-hmm. also have to make stuff happen. And like yeah. God or the universe or whatever you believe isn't just going to like wave a magic wand and poof. Yeah. He, he wants to see you work for it. You'll get opportunities put in your life yeah. that'll help that work out. But if you're not looking for those opportunities, then. Yeah. You can't just like sit there and twiddle your thumbs around. You have to like yeah. do the work. Put in so the work. Uh, I feel like I've been putting in the work. And like really trying to pursue this passion. And I started meeting all these people. All these things started happening for me to get to this position. And uh, we we really, really believe like you can achieve your goals and like do the things that you want to do. Because God puts these desires in your heart. For a reason. I, yeah. Like I, I want to race. I really love doing it. And I, there's no, there's, there can't be like no reason why I have this passion. There's some reason why I have this. Mm-hmm. And if I don't pursue it, like I will regret not doing it when I'm old. Because mm-hmm. um, life is short. Life is short. I don't know when I'm going to go. So why not try to get there while I'm here? So mm-hmm. that's kind of like what I want to end it with is if you like have a dream or a passion, you want to go do something, um, you want to be in a movie or you want to be on Broadway. Like you can do that. You have to act as if you are already there. Mm-hmm. Like just tell yourself, I already have these things and you know, God will, you know, like the ask and you shall receive. You just have mm-hmm. to ask like, I want this. Yeah. So you can do it. I feel like, um, William and Melinda deserve a shout out. Yeah. They, they really they do help us out. They are our top fans, our top supporters. Yes. They are there pretty much every time you're there, <sighs> they're there. And yeah. William puts in countless hours and effort helping you. He yeah. lets you use the truck. And just the emotional support, too, that they give is... Like, Melinda's a solid salesperson. She sold me t-shirts, which is awesome. So we... And then... We truly appreciate yeah. you guys as friends, but also as members of the NAS, uh, Merit Racing Team, Merit Sales Racing Team. Yeah. So we couldn't do it without you. We love yeah. you guys. You all are awesome. Thank you, William. I know, like, you know, I know your goal is and what you want to do, and I want to help you get there. So if this helps you out, and I want to end it. it by asking you a NASCAR trivia question. Okay. Let's see. If so I... that's this Ooh. is how we'll wrap it up. All right. You already know this because you work at the experience anyway, but whatever. I'm gonna No, ask give you. me a question that you don't think I would know. Okay, okay. But what was that question, though? <laughs> okay, so two questions. Then. Two questions. So how much horsepower does an NASCAR engine have? Ooh, that depends. 
Well, there's a trick question. Hard answer on here. So is it really? Where'd you yeah. look it up? It's just some trivia. Okay, so it's anywhere between five fifty and nine hundred horsepower. So on here, the choices are six hundred to seven hundred, seven hundred, eight hundred, eight hundred to nine hundred, nine hundred to a thousand, and the answer is eight hundred to nine hundred. Yeah, so anywhere from five fifty to nine hundred. <laughs> that because of the tracks, they have different packages, and it's annoying. So yes, that was right. <laughs> Point which, for me. Which driver won the inaugural Daytona five hundred? In 1959. Lee Petty. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, while Lee Bochamp, Bochamp was able to celebrate the win in victory lane, Petty was actually declared the winner 61 hours later after officials reviewed the uh, still photos and newsreel footage. They had a three-way tie. So... And they could there not. Can you imagine it celebrating out. in victory lane and then being like, "Oh, JK. by the way, yeah, <laughs> that's happened. That has legit happened to." Um, oh, what's the guy's name? He. Uh, it was a truck series race. That and would, that must feel just so awkward for everyone involved. Like, let's just skip oh, the celebration. Johnny Sauter, Talladega. Johnny Sauter thought he won mm. the race, but he went over the line, and they're like, "Nope." Spencer Boyd, but he had already like done his donuts and like celebrated. I would so. literally just be like, "Peace out, y'all won't see me for the next week. I'm just gonna go." You hide. still get a good chunk of money though for winning second. I know, but still like that, just the embarrassment. Is, I guess my is. pride would. Do be you have like, any other like hard questions? Or was that it? Well, I just we'll do NASCAR okay. trivia. Can I ask you a a? Let me ask you a trivia yeah, question then. Car. Have no idea. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) who is in the? See, that'd be a fun game. Like, I'll show you a picture of a driver, and you have to tell me who it is. Like the the TikTok that's like the different sports teams. Yes, yes, we should do that. Okay, (laughs) we'll do that for our YouTube channel. Okay, or our TikTok. We should make a TikTok. TikTok. Follow us on TikTok. Burnout Media. Well, we don't have one yet, so we'll let you know the actual handle. We're gonna have one because I'm gonna make one right after this. All right. Okay, who is in the number seven cup car? Don't know. Who's in the... <laughs> I don't know. Who's in the number 34? I don't know. You should know this. Who won Daytona this year? Do you remember? Who Willie won the Daytona? Huh? Willie Byron? No. Mm-hmm. Michael McDowell. No, I don't. Okay. Who's in the watch, number nine car? I don't watch as faithfully as Merritt, and I really don't know unless I'm like looking at the car, and then and then I still don't even know because they change up paint schemes. They so do. So I get confused. Who's in the nine car? Chase Elliott. Okay, yay, we have a winner. <laughs> ding ding. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go what? now. Thank you for listening. The All next right. next podcast will do a uh, healthcare related healthcare podcast. related one. And y'all let us know if y'all think of topics you all want to hear. Uh, just give us a shout out on our personal social medias until we make like a burnout podcast email and then we'll start putting that up there. You can be so. on our uh, <laughs> mailing list or what do they call it? Subscription? No, no, no. It's like a, it's like a newsletter. Newsletter. You'll be on our <laughs> newsletter. <laughs> yeah. Mom's really good at making newsletters. Yeah. So I'll see if she can make us some. All right. Like well, all right. See y'all later. Love you guys. Have a good night. Bye. Be a good human. Okay. Bye. Go race. Do your dreams. Follow what you want to do.